worthy, you are worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, Father, we just thank you and we give you praise and we give you honor. We love your presence. We love everything about you. For you represent everything that is good. Hallelujah. And you withhold nothing, absolutely nothing good from us. Amen. Do you know he withholds no revelation from you? He withholds nothing from you. He desires that you know everything that there is about him. Amen. So uh, as we receive the word this evening, just open your hearts to him. Uh, this evening, we're, we're blessed to have Miss Nasha sharing, or Mrs. Nasha, sharing the word of God uh, with us tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. We're very blessed. Hallelujah. And so uh, I have asked, uh, you know, we meet with our uh, leadership team, and during the meeting I said, well, for the month of November, uh, you know, I'd like to hear from you, and I'd like the congregation to have the opportunity to hear from you and what the Lord has been sharing with you and talking to you about. And so that's what we're going to do for the next couple weeks. On the, the week, the day before uh, Thanksgiving, on that Wednesday, we will uh, do our Thanksgiving. So get your testimonies ready. Start writing them out. Because, <laughs> you know, we have a lot that we get to be thankful for, but we don't have a lot of time. So uh, get your testimonies ready, those who are joining online. Make the opportunity and make a way to come, you know, in person if you're local. So that way you can testify. And if you watch online, type it. Get ready to get them fingers. Get warm them up. So you can type, cut it, paste it, you know, put it in a little notebook. And then so you could just paste it, you know, uh, during the service. We want to hear every testimony that you have uh, to thank God for his goodness uh, in our lives. Amen. So tonight, open your heart and receive Sister Nation. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm excited to be sharing with you all tonight. I want to give honor to Pastor Maria, my pastor. I love you, and I thank God for you. Thank you for this opportunity. I want to give honor to my husband. I love you, and I thank God for you. And I want to give honor to all the saints that's here tonight. I know we just prayed, but for my own benefit, I'm going to say another short prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you for this opportunity to share your word. And I'm just praying, God, that you would have your way and move by your spirit. God, use me for your glory. God, use me as a vessel. God, that we all may receive from you, Father. You know exactly what we all need to hear. Father, meet every spiritual need in this place tonight. God, set our hearts and our minds on you and you only. Father, I come against every evil spirit that would try to come up against this service on tonight in any way. Father, any type of nervousness, any type of distraction, hindering spirits, Father, we thank you that your blood reigns in this place and your presence reigns in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So tonight, it was definitely easy to decide what I wanted to talk about because, as Pastor Maria said, she wanted us to talk about something that the Lord has been dealing with us about and showing us. And in my own life, what the Lord has been teaching me is about faith. So I want to talk a little bit about faith tonight. Um, if you would turn with me to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Um, it's a very familiar passage of scripture that we all know, but I would like for us to turn to it. Hallelujah. 
And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. And so here it, it tells us that when we come to God, we must first believe that he is. He is whatever we need in that moment. We can't come to God with hope and, and, and want to receive and, and look to receive from him. We have to come to him with faith and believe that he is going to answer that request that you are bringing to him. So without faith, it's impossible to please him. We know the scripture says that the just shall live by faith. And this time and this hour that we are living in, we must live by faith. We have to. It's not an option for the people of God. We have to abide in that place of faith. Amen. So we're going to receive from God. We have to live a life of faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11. So you can just go down a few verses here. It says, through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who promised. That's the part I really want to get to. She received from God when she was in a situation that looked impossible because she judged him faithful that promise. She said it doesn't matter what it looks like. She said it only matters what God has said. And he said by this time next year, I'm going to have a child. (laughs) Amen. And, And at first, the scripture says she laughed. And a lot of times, you know, when we believe in God for something or God puts something in our heart, sometimes we laugh. I don't know about you, but there's been times I laugh like, God, when it happens, I'll believe it. Right. And that's the attitude she took. But then it came a point where she said, you know what? I believe what God said. Because it took faith to perform that miracle. we, We have things in our life that only God can fix. Only God can do. And we're only going to receive it if we have faith. Now, you may say, if God can do anything, if God is all powerful, why can't he just do what I'm asking of him? Right. Doesn't that sound logical? If God has all power to heal me, if God has all power to save my family, if his arm is not too short where he can't save, ain't that what the scripture says? Yes. Why won't he just do it? Because faith is the currency of heaven. It's just like if you go to a store, they have all the clothes you need, right? They got all the food you need, but you can't go in there and say, you got all the stuff I need, just give it to me. No, they want to see some money, right? Because this is their currency. When in order to receive from God, faith is the currency of heaven. God says, show me your faith and I'll show you a miracle. Amen. Show God your faith. So many times in the scripture, he says, according to your faith, be it unto you. He said, Dort, I love that that scripture has been really ministering to me lately. The woman with the issue of blood. He said, daughter, your faith made you whole. It was your faith that did this for you. It's your faith while you're not crawling on the ground for another day, for another year. Your faith has given you this miracle. Go in peace. And I don't know about you, but I am in a place where I am receiving a miracle from God. I'm not believing. I'm past believing. I'm receiving and I'm taking what belongs to me. Amen. 
Right now, me and my husband are in a season where we are believing God for some things. And I'm telling you, one day I'll be able to share the full testimony. But there, there was a fight of faith happening here recently for what we know already belongs to us. It's a promise from God. And we're not taking, see, faith doesn't take no for an answer. Faith has already resolved the issue. If God said it, that settles it. I'm not taking no for an answer for anything that God said belongs to me as a child of God. Amen. So faith doesn't take no for an answer. You have to resolve in your spirit that and then go and get the word on what you are believing God for. Go and get scriptures and say, you know what, God, this is already a promise. But I want to quote some of these scriptures day in and day out. I want to meditate on it. I want to keep it in front of my face because I want to remind myself when the enemies of faith show up, because the enemies of faith will show up, and those enemies are what we see, what we feel in our physical body. If you believe in God for healing, that enemy of faith is going to show up. It's going to remind you of your symptoms. It's going to remind you of what the doctor said. It's going to remind you every time you get up or sit down, whatever it is. The other enemy of faith is our logic, what we think, what, what we can see in this natural system. But when those things show up, you have to remind yourself. That's why it's important to have the word in front of you continually on what you are believing God for. Amen. First John chapter four, verse 14 through 15. One of my favorite verses. I mean, I, you know, some verses you when you run into them in the Bible, when you first get saved, you just hold on to them forever. And this has been one of those verses for me. Um, actually I wrote it wrong. It's first John chapter five, verse 14 and 15. And it says, and this is the confidence and I'm going to make it personal. This is the confidence that I have in him that if I ask anything according to his will, he hears me. See, half the battle sometimes is people thinking, does he hear me? You know, you always hear people say, I pray and pray and pray, but I don't know if God hears me. He said, if, if we come to him, we must believe that he is. You have to believe that he is a God that hears. It's not if he hears me. It's if you believe in for something that's in his word. So he said, if we, if we ask something according to his will, he hears us. Chapter, uh, verse 15 says, and if we know that he hears us, Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. Amen. So if we have his word on it, it's ours. Take it. People of God, take it. Don't ask the devil. Don't ask your flesh. If they agree, just take what belongs to you. Amen. James chapter one, verses six through seven. James chapter one, verse six through seven. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. And it says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Verse seven, for let not that man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. Now, God has all of this plan for us. But we will never see it if we don't have faith. Now, think about that for a second. You might say, God, you're cruel. You won't give me all of this? No, because it's a relational thing. 
Right. Faith says, I believe I've come to trust in this God, come to know that this God won't fail me. So I'm putting all I'm putting all my eggs in this basket. I I don't have a plan B. All of my hope is in Jesus. Amen. All of my trust is in him. He said, don't think you're going to receive anything from me if you don't come to me with faith. Galatians chapter five and verse six. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is a part that God has also (laughs) really been dealing with me about. Now, again, remember, these are all the things that God is speaking to me about, and I'm just sharing with you tonight. So Galatians chapter 5 and verse 6 says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but faith with works by love. Now, if you are believing God for something, you will not be able to receive it if you're not walking in love. Now, before I got to the faith part, God had me on this, and he st- I'm still on it. I haven't graduated. Uh, he had me on this thing where I was just studying love and love and love and love and love. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm learning so much. And I did not know that was before this this recent fight of faith that I made my husband. I won the victory over that. I would tell the testimony very soon. But it was be I had no idea that was coming. But God had me studying faith. He had me on it every day, studying, studying, studying. And then this opportunity came for me to uh, walk in a fence, to walk in unforgiveness. And right in the midst of me receiving from the Lord, the Lord reminded me that you can't receive from me and be in the fence. You can't receive from me and be in unforgiveness. That is an enemy to your faith. And the devil is so, so strategic. He planned that thing out. I'm telling you, he knew right when I needed a breakthrough and a miracle from God that I was not going to be able to receive that if I held on to that offense. And you may think that it's justified that you have every right and reason to be mad with someone, but it's not justified. If you're going to receive from God, now you have a decision to make. If you want to receive from God, then you have to let that offense go. Because faith work it by love. Amen. Faith work it by love. God has an order to things. And it's to keep our heart right. It's to keep us open to receive from him. Amen. So we cannot let any offense steal what God is doing in our lives. Amen. You have to refuse to accept anything contrary to what you are believing God for. Be watchful of offenses and the opportunities to not walk in love. Offenses and unforgiveness are on assignment from the devil to disrupt your faith. They are enemies to faith and you cannot afford to accept it, not for one second. Some people live in offenses and unforgiveness and therefore don't receive from God. They look around in their lives and they like, I know I should have more than this. I'm not experiencing the abundant life that God promised me. It's because you live in offense. You have to let that go. You have to give it all to God. As quick as those problems come, release them to God and keep on going. Amen. 
Satan does not want you to have what you're believing God for, because then you'll have a glorious testimony. Then you will have a glory story. And then that means when you tell that story, there is people coming to God because you stood your ground and you believe God and you received. So now you testify and now he's really upset. So he said, I got to disrupt this. How can I disrupt this faith? Let me get them focused on what they see. Let me get them focused on what's going on around them. But you cannot afford the enemies of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Once you have God's word on the matter, believe that it's yours and take it. God's word is your right to believe and receive. Amen. God's word is your right. You can be indignant in the spirit and say, I'm taking it. It's mine. Don't ask no permission. Be indignant in the spirit and take what belongs to you as a child of God. God's word that he gave to us is your right to be that confident. Like we read in 1 John, this is the confidence that I have. You can go to God boldly. He said, come boldly to his throne. Come boldly and say, Father, you are my God and I am your child and I'm standing on this promise today and I believe I receive today amen amen hallelujah so that's all that I have for you tonight uh, I pray you receive something and that's what God is doing in my life and I believe I receive amen 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 Woo. did that stir you up <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's awesome. Amen. So so we don't let we don't get robbed, right? Our enemies want to rob us of our faith. We don't allow that. We don't have to allow that. Right? We don't have to allow it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So yeah, um hold on. Let me just open this up. Where is it? I love that how she started in Hebrews chapter 11, and when it says, when you come to God, you believe that he is, and when she said, he is what we need him to be in that moment, that's who he is. We don't just believe he exists. You know, there are people that, not, that aren't saved that believe God exists, right? And they're not walking in faith. They don't even know what faith is, maybe natural faith. Uh, but we believe who he is uh, to be in that moment. Like, who do you need him? To do? What, who, you know, what part of provider do you need? And so we thank God uh, that he has made a way and given us the currency. And in the natural, we may lack currency. But we can fix any lack of faith that we have with the word of God. If there's a lack of faith. It's not because of him. It's not because he hasn't provided. It's because, it's same with our natural currency, right? <laughs> Maybe I need to get a job. That could be one. Or <laughs> J-O-B, you know, to E-A-T. Uh, so he said, you don't work, you know, so maybe that's one. Or another, he, you know, maybe I have a need that he, he can supply. Uh, the supply is always there. And so uh, I think that's so important for us to remember uh, that faith is the currency of heaven. And that's how we receive everything. Uh, and faith doesn't work by without love. And guess what we're teaching on on Sunday? <laughs> so we'll be renewing our mind. I thought we were done with our series on, not done with the uh, kingdom-minded 
but I thought we were going to just go to, because we've been doing the why it's important. And uh, I, want, I don't want to just leave us with renew your mind to the word of God. Just take the word of God, read the word of God, and you just renew your mind to the word of God. I want to give some specifics on how. And so that's how we'll end this series, give some examples and things. But the Lord reminded me about love. And I said, well, we talked about love. <laughs> I took the card out. See? <laughs> My list, you know. I check, check, check the box. We talk about love, but from a different perspective uh, and, and renewing our mind. So we'll be talking uh, some more about that on Sunday because it's so important. We can do everything that Mrs. Nasha talked about, You right? We can be standing and know the word is what we stand on and we receive it. We, are, we approach him in faith and, uh, you know, we have strong faith. And then, but that mm, little bit of unforgiveness, Ruins the whole thing. <laughs> and, and the older you get in the Lord, the older you get in the Lord. Now, you may get away with stuff when you're a baby because babies get away with stuff. They don't know better. But if you get in the word and you grow, now much is given, much is required. And so he'll be like, no, you stand up. <laughs> Stop crawling. <laughs> you stand up on your two feet. And, and forgive. And, and, you know, and people, again, we understand, yes, absolutely, I completely agree that God is sovereign. I completely agree with that. Uh, and he is, he, you know, people will say God is in control. And God is in control to the degree that you allow him to be in control. Because if God was in control of everything, we'd all be saved and going to heaven. You think he would let people go to hell if he was in control? He's not in control of everything. He's not in control of what I ate today. Because if he was, I would have eaten healthy and right. I didn't eat too bad today, actually. He might be. <laughs> but he, he, a lot of people aren't allowing him to be in control. We say God is in control, and then we say that accident happened. It's, it's the bad things we attribute to him to teach me something. You know, he, he, that accident, and I'm like, but you know, we do have an enemy. <laughs> we do have an enemy and he gets away. We let him get away with so many things because we attribute that to God. But that's pride because that's saying I didn't do anything wrong. It just happened to me. That's pride. God did this. I didn't do anything wrong. That's pride. And that comes before a fall. No, I might've done something wrong. <laughs> or again, we do have an enemy. And so if he could take me out, he will. That's his job. But God doesn't come up with plans to get you off course, to test you in that way. There are tests, absolutely. Nature just went through one, evidently. <laughs> when she gets through, through, she'll let us know. But, you know, there are tests. There are tests of faith. Not to come and hurt you and, and to, you know, give you accidents and things of like that. But there are tests of faith. And we got to pass the test. We got to pass the test. Like she said, I haven't graduated yet. There's a lot of things. I, and for some things, I don't know that I'll ever graduate. You know, we're always learning. When you pass one, here comes the next one. Because God, you know, he desires for us to have all of him. It says he sets out the table in the presence of our enemy. But if I come to him distracted by everything else and I'm looking at the enemy and not the one who's putting the things on the table for me, I'm not going to receive from him. Then I'm going to blame him. He's withholding. No, you're distracted. 
you know. And so there's work that has to be done on our part. And that's what she's talking about. The way we come to God, the way we come to God matters. And the way I come to the Father will determine what I receive from him. And so I got to become skillful in applying my faith. So God can say, your faith has made you whole. <laughs> Go in peace. Hallelujah. Wholeness is peace. Soundness of mind. And so thank you, Mrs. Nasha, for sharing that liberating word with us today. Amen. Did you receive that? Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so I look forward to hearing uh, from, you know, those who are interested in uh, doing this. So uh, those of you who are on the leadership team and you want to uh, do that, just uh, send me a text and let me know. And I'll let you know when uh, we'll schedule you and get you up here to do it. Because I, I believe, I believe that church.